Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering The White Lotus, Season 1, Episode 1, Arrivals. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, watching The White Lotus for the second time. I have already seen it. This is a rewatch for me. But I'm watching with my co-host and former student, Kurt, who has never seen The White Lotus, so this is all new to him. And here he is. Hello, Kurt. Hello, everyone. And as always, I'm glad to be here with the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts, a giant amongst ants, the Sierra series, Mr. Sal, my fellow co-host. Yes, I've never seen The White Lotus before, and I don't know how I feel about it quite yet. I mean, at least you don't know. That's true. It's very kind, very kind introduction. Very kind of you to say all those nice words about me. Kurt. I hear that a lot. Yes, I yeah. do. Great introduction. <laughs> uh, for those of you wondering why he would possibly want to say such wonderful things about me, I, I mean, first of all, they're all true. But second of all, you should listen to our coverage of Better Call Saul season six, and you will discover exactly why he says those great things about me. But Kurt, I want you to repeat after me. Okay. I fill my own cup. I fill my own cup. There you go. That's Thank that's you. that's the way to do it. All right. So, as per tradition, and actually, you know what? Before we even get into the rating guessing here, I, I would just want to go over a little bit about why we picked the White Lotus to cover, and we right. could have picked anything. But we there are picked, a lot of series, yeah. <laughs> but we picked the White Lotus. Uh, so we i i like i said i have already seen it i like the white lotus i like this series i won't tell you how much i like it because i don't want to give away my ratings and i was excited to see that they were doing a season two now this is an anthology series which means that this season season one we had one cast of characters and in season two which starts very soon uh, we will have a totally new set of characters with one exception. There's one character carried over from season one to season two. I will not tell you who that is, Kurt, because... I'm going to make a guess. Yeah, oh, you can take a guess if you want. I will not confirm or deny, but... That's fine. Uh, do you want to take the guess right now, or do you want to... No, wait? no, I'll wait. Okay. I'll wait. All right, so there's only one character that carries over, and that, uh, but that season two is starting relatively soon. In fact, so soon that... By the time we finish covering the six episodes of White Lotus once a week, every Thursday for the next six weeks, uh, and, and then one week after that, we will do a recap of season one. And then the week after that, we'll be covering season two, episode one. So it worked out perfectly with the timing. Uh, another reason why we decided to cover this is because the Emmy Awards are coming up very soon as well. And the White Lotus racked up 20 Emmy nominations this year. 20 in the categories of a limited series uh, anthology uh, limited antho or anthology series sorry uh, and now a lot of them aren't going to mean or don't mean much to me they're very technical things that I, I don't even know what they mean but the, but they but they they did have uh, nominations for writing directing the original main titles music outstanding limited series or anthology series and I mean a boatload of acting nominations. Uh, they have five nominees for best supporting actress oh. in a limited anthology series. I, I, I'm not sure. No Kim Wexler. No Kim Wexler. I'm not. Well, that's not a limited. She's, right? yeah, she's yeah, she's not limited. Yeah, and yeah. she really like a supporting. Right. Right, exactly. That's true. So, uh, but I don't even know if there are. There's anybody else nominated in this category because five nominees from one series is 
it's absurd so to for reference uh, uh, i'm not sure how well you know the names yet but uh connie Britton, who plays nicole she's okay, nominated. I know yeah okay I, you know the names pretty well i, I okay can, uh, big effort. Great. uh sydney sweeney who plays olivia she's nominated she's actually nominated for two series <laughs> she's nominated for this and euphoria which is not a limited series so it's a t- separate category but uh natasha rothwell who plays belinda okay Alexandra Daddario, who plays Rachel, okay. and Jennifer Coolidge, who plays Tanya. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why I have them in this order. This is not alphabetical order or anything. I don't, I don't know why I wrote them in this order. Anyway, and then they have three nominees for supporting actor. They have Murray Bartlett, who plays Armand. Okay. They have Jake Lacey, who plays Shane, and Steve Zahn, who plays Mark. So I mean. Almost every main character is nominated. It's, it's pretty amazing, and this is a big cast. It's, it's it's a very it's a very quintessential example of an ensemble cast. Like there's there is not a main character here that I I couldn't tell you a main character. Did you think there was a main character in this first episode? Maybe Armand, but only it's, only only because he kind of links everyone together. Yeah, the I easiest, guess, but that's yeah. that's the only reason I would really say that. Okay, yeah, I mean, I guess to a certain extent, I want to say it's in a lot of his perspective, but it's it's not though because it's there are not. plenty of times when he's not around. So. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so I I don't know. It's it's interesting. Uh, anyway, so that's those are a bunch of reasons why we decided to cover this series. Uh, I hope you like it, Kerr. I, I don't I don't know if you're gonna love it or not. I I don't know even if I love it. I will tell you. That I think it's time to guess ratings before I say too much. So, okay. so uh, as per tradition on Showhoppers, we guess each other's ratings for the episode on a scale from one to ten. Uh, we've gotten to be reasonably decent at it. We're rarely off by more than one digit, but then again, since we're covering shows that we generally like, it's rare that we go below an eight on an episode. So, now for those of you who've never listened to Showhoppers before, you don't know yet that kurt does not like pilot episodes kurt, I, don't, I don't i don't normally <laughs> like yeah I, i'm not a big pilot episode fan yeah so so now it's i've i feel like there's been some exceptions i know the ozark pilot, oh yeah i really like you do love the ozark pilot but so uh, this is an interesting case though because yes it's a pilot episode but it's one sixth of an anthology series. So, like, <laughs> this is literally one sixth of all that we're going to see of most of almost all of these characters. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. It doesn't feel as much like a pilot episode to me as a lot of other things. There's, like, we don't we don't have a lot of background. We don't need a lot of background for for this stuff uh, because you know they're they're literally the the guests are literally getting off the boat and meeting the staff for the first time the staff is being the guest for the first time so we kind of all start on the same even the guests are meeting the other guests for the first time yeah so i th- i feel like we're all on the same footing viewer and guests and hosts so i don't think you probably give it as much of the the pilot discount i think as a pilot you probably like this style i know one of the things you liked about the trailer was that you finished watching the trailer and you had no idea what the show was about. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, I, I'm not sure. I think you probably have a, a, a bit of an idea, but it, this is a very just character-driven show. And yes, there's they, they tell us in the very first scene that somebody was killed, but they don't tell us who, they don't tell us how. 
they don't tell us really any other information. And at the end of our episode, I will ask you if you to, to just take a guess as to who you think that uh, was killed and, and how. But so I think that you I think you've found a lot of entertainment value. I think you found the characters funny. I think you found or some of the characters anyway. I think you found some of the other characters annoying. Uh, I know I don't I know when, when we watched Russian Doll, you I originally gave that pilot episode a seven. I think you like this more than that one, but per, certainly not as much as the Ozark one. So I'd say you probably gave this an eight out of 10. Okay. Um, I think is guessing your rating. The, the advantage I get is that you didn't <laughs> recommend the series. I did. So, um, yeah, you recommended the series, obviously. Uh, you love customer service. You love sad people. <laughs> <laughs> uh death that's just, just that's that kind of summarizes everything you're into so like you know tanya having her mother's ashes i'm sure you, you, you're really it makes you happy um <laughs> no, no. that's so bad <laughs> that is so bad no. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to assume what you would give this as a rating for an episode i mean you like character driven stuff more than event driven things and i mean the event driven stuff is just there's not any big events that are going on Right now, I mean, yeah, someone will die, but as of right now, it's just some people on vacation. It's like the first day there, okay, and someone's pregnant. All right, but besides, it's a lot of you know the, the character motives, which I think you would like. So I think you would give this a nine. Okay, that's what that's my that's my assumption. You give it a nine. Gotcha. All right. Well, I, I'm going to tell you this. I, I watched it the second time, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh yeah, this is a nine. And then I went back and looked at my original readings i had originally given this an eight so i think i liked it more upon second viewing though so i i do end up giving it a nine upon second viewing if I, upon first viewing though i did give it an eight okay i don't really like pilots normally um it, there's a lot of characters here the names are kind of hard for me i had to go to like imdb and yeah really learn them and whatnot it's a lot uh, of characters. It's a lot of characters. <laughs> and they're all doing a bunch of different things. I don't really like government pilots because it's like, oh my god, I, I'm trying to like get grounded on some of them. So I gave it a nine. Oh wow! I really, I, I really like this. I mean, this is, this is, I like this so much. You told me there was too much comedy. Yep. I thought there was so much comedy. This is hysterical. I, most, I, not only most... is it good comedy, but I, I, I'm into it. Yeah, the, oh, that's awesome. The, be- the best way I can summarize it is that no individual story am I really that into. Yeah, probably the one I, I most enjoy most would probably be Armand having to deal with just the guests that his way of treating them like little children <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But the rest of their stories individually, not that interesting. Yeah, some people on a honeymoon and the guy seems like a bit of a jerk and like whatever mm-hmm. Nicole and her family, and, you know, Mark's issues, he might have cancer and the girls seem like the kind of brats and whatever. And <laughs> Tanya is just, I don't even know what Tanya's doing. She's in the Belinda. Like, there's, and, and Lonnie's here getting pregnant first day of the job. Like, there's a lot of stuff individually I would not care about. But uh-huh. I think they did a good enough job of showing me each story a bit and then moving on to another one such that I, I ca- like, the whole time I was, I was interested. So I, I liked the episode. Like, I, I'm, a, I, could have easily watched more. I was very, <laughs> into, I, I, I could have. Yeah. So I yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. I'm so happy. You know, that, I thoroughly enjoyed it. That's great. Uh, you know, I and I, I did when I watched it the first time. I never watched just one episode at a time. I, <laughs> I think I watched the whole thing in in like three sittings or something like that. Um, so I think I watched like two episodes at a time. 
but right. I, I have, I have trouble doing three hours of anything consecutively. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but yeah, so I, oh, I'm so glad you liked it. I, and it, it is real. I think I agree with pretty much everything you said there. Um, I think the humor, I'm just going to take a guess here because I, we'll talk in a minute here about the humor of this episode. I, I think that, uh, probably you found tanya and mark the funniest is, is that right oh do you want me to confirm yeah you can you can confirm no. or deny that really no they're not they're they're um they're especially tanya i think is funny compared to mark okay they're funny um but i i find shane and armand i find armand the most funny oh really armand i think is the funniest yes interesting i think armand's the funniest okay but, so- I think, I, but i think shane's also funny especially shane's dynamic with um with Armand R- or Rachel, with, with, with Armand Rachel? and okay. Rachel too. Yeah, I think it's funny. I gotcha. <laughs> oh wow, interesting. So, all right. So th- that that does surprise me a little bit because I I find uh, Shane to be just repugnant. I, well, I that's, like, that's <laughs> the funny part of it. That's the funny part. <laughs> okay. Like that's why it's funny. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's why it's funny. He's he's terrible. That's that's the. <laughs> I mean, he is truly awful. Like, <laughs> I don't know. The, the guy just really. I, I have. I have really hard time. Well, that's, that's the humor of it to me, though. It's like it he'll, he'll. He'll. You know. He'll do something like, oh, fine. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll listen. Won't break it up anymore about that room. And I'll keep bringing it up. <laughs> ah, what, what, what's best for you, Adi? <laughs> yeah. And then you know, you promise we won't like bicker and you know, girls and stuff. I promise. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't worry. I won't talk about it anymore. I'll take care of it. <laughs> no. yeah. Oh, wait a minute. That doesn't mean you're not going to talk about it anymore. <laughs> well, let, let me email my mom about this. <laughs> oh, God. I know. Oh, man. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad you found a lot of humor in that. I, uh, some, some more funny stuff. Let's talk about uh, some stuff that made us laugh in this episode. Uh, McQuad. It's one syllable. Well, it's two yeah. syllables. <laughs> one syllable in the second part. <laughs> uh, that is a great introduction for a character. So it's like Immediately, I'm like, okay, so she's like kind of an oddball in some ways now let me so well oh yeah i'll, I'll get to that later on but okay so um it's not it's not a, mer- a family of mice that burrowed inside it's cancer oh <laughs> you don't like that thought no i forgot about that yeah <laughs> i i don't uh, another couple of characters that kind of grade on me a bit are olivia and paula uh at least in in this early episode the two teenage girls yeah, yeah, yeah uh but i think it's hysterical when they we've already heard the predictions that they make about rachel mm-hmm. and when they actually talk to rachel oh and yeah the, and they're getting none of it they got nothing right about her yeah. uh, and their their uh, responses to that is, is pretty good yeah yeah that's yeah that's funny i i mean they're they're really stereotypical and very stuck up. But I think mm-hmm. it's funny. Like honestly, I think almost all the characters in their own way are kind of funny. Not quite. Like I don't think yeah, Rachel's yeah. actually funny. Um, but she makes Shane funny because she seems like a, like a all right person. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Fair enough. Yeah. And like uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm trying to like Quinn's like you know the stereotypical really you know I don't say introvert but you know really in attack. He's, he's not too or maybe he doesn't get out as much. Right, Mark's obviously dealing with his own stuff. Nicole, I guess, is a bit um, overbearing. I guess. I mean, the, the biggest example of a. It seems like they were hinting at it, and then she was cutting up his lobster for him, uh, <laughs> which is kind of funny. It's, it's too hard. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't, 
yeah. Why should people need for that? So I don't know. Yeah. I really, I yeah, I I don't really hate any of the characters. Like, yeah, some right. of them I don't yeah. like, I guess. But yeah. like, I like what they fulfill in the story. At least absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I I, I can I should get that. behind that. I mean, Shane, Shane, for as much as he annoys me as a person, serves a vital role in this in in the story. I, I think know, Shane's hysterical. Yeah, yeah, and makes everybody else around him funny. So yeah, absolutely, I agree with that. I, I agree with that. Why do you think you're so tired? I think it's because I'm close to the floor. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. When, when uh, she's in her room, like, oh, I need, I need that plastic bag. Where, where is it? She goes, she's like, did the boat to leave? Maybe I left it on the cart. Did you call that? And she's like, it's just right behind one of her bags. So. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll t- Tanya echoing the chant as well. I thought it was yeah. really funny. Yeah. Belinda's like, I don't know, you, you can just listen to this part. Yeah. Uh, so good um and i get a kick out of quinn snorkeling and sw- and swimming by his father his father's just looking down yeah he's truck. just he's preoccupied yeah. yeah that's really it's funny I, it, I i find a lot of humor in the show i find uh the characters to be very interesting i i think the set is just uh, not the set the setting is just complete eye candy like i i love things set in hawaii i think it's gorgeous but it looks great no yeah it looks great yeah i love the music too actually i think the music is really good in in the series uh not just the opening credits although i do like the opening credits as well but a lot of the score i I really enjoy so i thought the flow was good like mm -hmm. it wasn't jumping scene to scene too quickly or too Mm -hmm. slow like i said i I thought it was good pacing so yep absolutely absolutely uh so Let's uh let's take a guess at each other's favorite scenes here, and then we'll right. see we'll see how that goes. So I'm gonna guess. Hmm, you've thrown me a curveball here because I originally said that your favorite scene was going to be Mark and Nicole worrying, uh, worrying or not worrying about testicular cancer. But the uh, first or the when he the gets fir- the call, the first one, okay. the first one. Uh, but I I think I've I think you've kind of put me off of that at this point yeah. because it seems like maybe I'm, I'm thinking now that it's the first interaction that shane has with armand at the front desk when he's complaining about the room and mm-hmm. rachel's trying to you know convince him that the, the suite that they're in is perfectly fine and armand is trying to convince him that they actually got the better suite and uh shane just isn't having any of it so okay. um Man, you know, I only thought about my favorite scene. I didn't ever think about what your favorite scene could be. <laughs> I was just like, what do I think? There's a lot of scenes here. There are. Yeah. No, no, my, no, my think ahead of what I think yours is. Um, yeah, darn. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll take what you would have guessed for me. Nicole and Mark's first thing about his uh, possible cancer. Okay. Uh, so interestingly, I have written down from when i saw it the scene that i guessed for you is my favorite scene when shane complains about the room to armand but i I, retrospectively i don't think it is that i think it is the the lobster baked dinner scene where armand is going all over trying to leave and like trying to intercept her and wants belinda yep (laughs) yeah all that stuff that that i think Ends up being my favorite wise, scene. Wise. Well, my favorite scene, you did get a spot on. Is oh, yes. first, I mean, Shane, oh that's so hysterical. Because <laughs> it's, it's especially after their whole dialogue. Like, what's it? Um, I wrote I don't, the view. The the 
the well, the palm. That's what the, the palm. Yeah, the, the palm. They, yeah, the palm's the palm. better than the pineapple. You don't want the right. pineapple. <laughs> and then when they bring up the German couples already in the pineapple, also <laughs> this is a honeymoon suite. Uh, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> so it's so great. And then after they leave, he talks to to Lani uh, about Lani, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like oh crap, I actually double booked the pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Lani is like in labor, yeah, and just trying to choke it down and listen to and pay attention. I, I I love Armand, like just his, yeah. his, like I. It, yeah, it's good. It yeah, good. Our, Armand is is fantastic. Yeah, so that's that's awesome. Um, yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe that is my favorite. I, it's hard for me to pick between those two. I know I really love seeing Armand run back and forth trying to get to to his office because Lonnie's <laughs> giving birth in his office and and just can't get past. Jake, uh, Lacey, I keep Tanya? wanting to say Jake, Tanya and. Uh, Shane and everybody, yeah. And then meanwhile, Nicole is cutting up lobster for Quinn, and it's 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 just all like it. I felt like that was the peak of the humor, and you could see the frustration building and the tension building between characters. So I, I really, I really do enjoy that scene. <sighs> all right. You want you want to guess later who the one carryover character is, right? I'll try to guessing now. Okay, that's fine. I won't really affect it later. My only guess is it must be Armand. Now, okay. unless something happens to him in the series, but he, you know, he's the head manager or like the what? I think he's the, it's called the manager, but he's the manager. Um, he seems, you know, he he gets to know the guests. He you know chats with them one night. You know, he's been around here for a while, so I think it stands to reason. If the series is called White Lotus and that people stay at the White Lotus, that if you have another series, Armand would be part of it. That being said, though, there are other employees we meet, like Dylan, Lonnie, mm-hmm. um, Belinda. Christy. Oh, Belinda. Mm-hmm. Yes. Christy, yeah. So, like, that kind of actually dissuades me for Armand because, okay. cause, well, there were all of them. Because, <laughs> well, I'm not sure that all of them are gone. So, yeah. Uh, my, my, but my initial thought is, oh, Martin must stay. Armand must stay, but maybe not. So, so I'm not sure. The, the article I read just said that there's, there's one main character coming back, so I'm not sure what they consider a main character. You know, okay. I, well, so, the other employees might not be. Maybe Belinda so far. And maybe Lonnie yeah, more than I, Kristen I, I, would say, I would say by the end of the series, or by the end of the season, uh, Christy is not a main character. I, I don't oh, yeah. I don't even remember her. So, yeah. uh, and uh, I, but I would say Dylan is a much bigger character as the season goes on. Belinda and Armand certainly. Um, I don't remember how much more Lonnie we get hmm. because she did just have a baby, <laughs> so I don't remember how much more of her we get. So, okay. Anyway, anyway, let's start running through the scenes. Unless there's something you else you want to do in preamble. No, this. no, no, okay. I'm, ready. I'm ready. All right, so we open at an airport. There's a flight to Honolulu. Shane is alone and headed home. He tells this other couple that he was staying at the White Lotus for his honeymoon. And they kind of gasp when he says the White Lotus because wasn't someone killed there? And Shane informs them, yes, and the body is on their plane. Yes. They do wonder, where's your, you're on your honeymoon. Where's your wife? And he very politely tells them he doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> or not so politely. I mean, 
in all in all fairness, I feel like you got to either connect the dots. The like, yeah, <laughs> right, that, yes, absolutely. This other couple's completely tone deaf here, so yeah, you, you, that is not a question you should be asking. So, or at least if you ask it once, like mm-hmm. then I don't even know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. once you ask, you go, oh wait a second. <laughs> well, you right. have an answer immediately. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> right, exactly. So. uh that's the first scene that is now the rest of the series. And I mean, until we get back to the airport, I guess the rest of the series is in flashback. Uh, so we start one week earlier, one week before this. So basically each episode is a day. Okay. Leading uh, up to right. This. Okay. Yep. We see, we start on the ferry to the white Lotus. Olivia and Paula are making up profiles for everyone, including Olivia's parents, Nicole and yeah. Mark, <laughs> and Shane and his wife, Rachel, and Tanya. Just dunking on these people. <laughs> Unbeknownst to them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not sure it can be considered dunking on them if Just they don't dunking. even know what's happening. Dunking. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. You're younger than me, so I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Armand and the crew wave like they mean it. And our, as the as the boat approaches, and Armand explains to Lani the sense of vagueness and interchangeability that they're going for, which like, I thought I love this here too. Oh, yeah. this is spectacular! This is kind of sad and tragic, and also I wonder how real that is. Is that something that resorts go for? I feel like it's a good strategy. Yeah, vagueness and interchangeability. Oof. But they all get sufficiently welcomed, and Tanya is in desperate need of a massage, and Belinda will see what she can do. She is, after all, the spa manager. Shane is annoyed that they got the wrong room. He's going to talk to the guy and ask for a favor before he goes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) of Rachel. Uh, And at that point, what do you think of uh, Shane and Rachel? I I I don't know at this point. I mean, I'm trying to get to know them right now. I don't um, I don't know. I'm, try, I'm still trying to peg them at this point. I but. okay, all right. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, uh, he does not get said favor. Yeah. and and he seems, they go together to talk to the guy. Yeah, he seems he seems as though the uh the the favor is more like he has owed it. Rather, yeah, yeah. Which, it, oh, you're already, oh yeah, you're right. Because they just say like, oh, we traveled like 14 hours. Now. Yeah, I know. It's like I, I don't. It's really creepy. Anyway, I forgot about so, that part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyway, uh, Tanya is is very uh, nervous because she can't find the bag with her mother's ashes. This white plastic bag, and a lot, which is there right on top of her other bags, like you said. And Lonnie helps her. And then in the hallway, she clutches her stomach, and I, I, probably she's pregnant. She turns out she is. Did you have an idea that she was? At pregnant? first, I was I'm like, like, "Is she pregnant, or is she just like really anxious?" Right. My, th- my first, like, she, she's either like pregnant or really anxious. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Olivia has forced Quinn to set up his bed in the galley kitchen, which is very small. Nicole does not love that, but Olivia is trying to protect her friend Paula from. Quinn's eyes, apparently. Uh, (laughs) After all, according to Nicole, Paul does have a body. I I love that so much. (laughs) He's like, oh, I find you too, Olivia. Like, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yep, exactly. All right, now Lonnie feels like she can't leave, even though the baby's coming. It's her first day. She can't possibly just leave. She changes her shirt, which had a mustard or tuna fish or mayonnaise or whatever stain on it. And she witnesses Shane and Rachel talk to Armand about the room. And he tells them that the pineapple sweet isn't available, but the palm is better anyhow. Rachel's very satisfied with this. It's got, it's got an ocean view. Ocean That's right. View. But no, no, no uh, private pool, though. <laughs> so many pools. Are you kidding me? I know. You still have access to the infinity pool and this pool, this other pool. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so, but stay positive. Armand. Uh, oh, no, that, I, I, I skipped ahead a little bit. Rachel's, Rachel's very satisfied. Shane is not. He may need to call mommy. <laughs> and Armand may have double booked the pineapple suite but he tells Lonnie you stay positive you treat them like sensitive children and make them feel seen <laughs> so yeah this is this is something so that philosophy I, I just want to make sure we track that philosophy throughout the series Armand's philosophy of treat them like sensitive children and make them feel seen yeah and look happy <laughs> and look happy yes always smile Mark in the room when Nicole thinks he has testicular cancer, he, he finds out tomorrow, which may be today. They're not quite sure. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a big time difference. Anyway, Mark's dad died of cancer at 46 years old. Now, is it, I think at this point, Nicole asks what kind of cancer it was, and Mark doesn't even know. He doesn't know, yeah. Yeah, he says he's got to talk to his uncle about that. But Nicole thinks he's going to be fine. But Mark is a little... Nervous because Quinn is exactly the age that Mark was when Mark's dad died. I like Nicole's line here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is great. Is well, you better you better go spend some time with him while you're still with us. <laughs> what <a> savage line. <laughs> it was. I mean, I, Nicole seems pretty. I don't know. I, pretty cold about this, don't you? She think? does. She, no, <laughs> she does. Like yeah. this guy's worried he has cancer. He's like. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Cancer. Okay. Like, what? Big yeah. love. Like, I've had a yeah. flu before. I've, I've had the cold. Like, <laughs> so what? You're sick? Give it oh. a It'll fix itself. <laughs> all right. Olivia and Paula are reading Freud and Nietzsche at the pool. That's, I mean, that's what all teenage girls read at the pool while on vacation. I didn't know right? they were reading. Oh, yeah. Sigmund Freud and Nietzsche. So I was like, whoa. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Rachel sits near them. Mark, meanwhile, coaxes Quinn out into nature. And Tanya goes to see Belinda. There's no masseuse available, but Belinda herself could do a consultation at a cranial. Rachel tries to strike up a conversation exposition with the girls. Exposition time here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Exposition time. Uh, and they try to verify their profile of Rachel. But Olivia and Paula are very disappointed to learn that Shane works for his dad in real estate and that Rachel herself is a journalist who went to SUNY Potsdam. <laughs> so SUNY, by the way, folks, if you're not from New York State, means State University of New York. Yes. Yes, indeed. So... Olivia's mom, it turns out, is the CFO of a corporation, and Rachel did a profile of her. So this, so Rachel's mom, Nicole, not Rachel's mom, Olivia's mom, Nicole, is a pretty big deal. The girls are super standoffish about themselves when Rachel tries to ask them questions about them. But 
Olivia's jaw drops when she sees Rachel in her bikini and Rachel just goes for a swim. Yeah, I don't understand why they were laughing at Rachel. They're like chuckling. I, 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 I didn't understand that really. When were they laughing at her? They're like chuckling at each other. They kept like looking and like chuckling. I was like, why, why are they chuckling? When she went swimming? Before, like when she was like walking around and she sat down and then like even after they got done talking to her, they like looked at each other and like chuckled. Oh, because I, 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 I think that they just were chuckling about the profile that they had of oh, her, okay. and 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 that's why every time she revealed something that didn't fit, I know they did profile, whisper about it. They're like, oh yeah, 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 crap, you know. So and and yeah, so I think they're a little, I don't know if disappointed is the right word, but I, I think they're they're surprised by how likable she she seems and how <laughs> a lot more down to earth than they had her pegged. All right, fair enough. Lonnie's water breaks right in the hallway. Nobody, nobody notices. Nobody notices. Yeah, no, I thought that was like nobody saw this. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mark wants to take Quinn scuba diving, but it takes three days to get certified. Water skiing, jet skiing, de- jet skiing, surfing—they're yeah. all out. <laughs> That's so funny too. I love this desk. Like this desk here. <laughs> the desk. Scene. Scene. <laughs> I know the desk scenes are the best scenes. Yes, yeah, that's true. But they can snorkel in the bay. There's even a family of sharks, only like this big. They're cute. <laughs> it's uh, it'll be fun. So they decide that's what they're gonna do. Now Tanya's conversation with Belinda uh, gets a little intense. Uh, she's exhausted from dealing with her mother's death. Belinda also had uh, a mother uh, who passed a few years ago. Tanya's love life is a mess. She breaks down in tears. She says, I, everybody I get close to, I just get, just, what did she say? I get too clingy or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, essentially that. Too attached, uh, yeah. Yeah, too attached, yep. Belinda gives Tanya a transformative cranial and meditative session. Yeah, I saw the trailer, so I was like, oh, so this is who Tanya's gonna... <laughs> yeah, I mean, t- Tanya comes out of this thing like a new person. Yeah. So. I don't know. What I want what she's having. Like, <laughs> right? The cranium tickle. I need that. <laughs> the cranium tickle. Indeed. Yes. Uh, right. Mark and Quinn snorkel, but Mark is preoccupied and with, about his potential cancer and leaves early. <laughs> <laughs> Shane is pissed because his mom did book the pineapple suite. He ignores her feeling weird about the girls, ignores Rachel feeling weird about uh, the interaction with Olivia and Paula. And she tells him to get over the room thing. He said, all right, I won't mention it again. I'll take care of it. (laughs) I don't think that was the point there shane i think when she said get over the room thing she meant literally well, just stop well she didn't want you oh she just didn't want you talking about it anymore <laughs> with her that's what she meant mr Sam. that's uh, that's clearly what he took it as well i mean i think that's clearly what she meant i don't know what other way it's <laughs> okay <meant to> be. <laughs> okay <laughs> oh boy anyway um tanya is enamored and double tips, uh, Belinda while Imagine she's on the phone. Imagine this, two hundred bucks on the phone <laughs> like that. Uh, Mark discusses uh, with Quinn how hard it must be to be a young man, and they have. I, I want to call oh, it a heart to heart, but there's there's really no there's only one. It's a very one sided conversation. <laughs> it's also actually really funny too. So it's like tear up, and I I like how Quinn's like, is this about how mom makes more than you? <laughs> like, oh, no, uh. <laughs> yeah i mean clearly I mean, mark's got 
the idea that he, he might not be around for long. And that, that's why he wants to have the heart to heart. But is thinking that he's uh, feeling bad about his, his uh, relatively low income compared to his wife's or, or something anyway. So why is, why is it hard to, to be a young man now? Because we can't harass women. Yeah. That was a funny line. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, for the lobster bake, Armand makes the rounds. Dylan tells him that Lonnie is having a baby in his office. Tanya intercepts him on the way to his office and tells Armand to tell uh, to tell him how amazing Belinda is. And so this gives him the idea, I think, to call for Belinda, who must obviously have some experience in midwifery, <laughs> according, according to Armand. Don't know why, but okay. Uh, so he calls for Belinda while they wait for the doctor who's coming from the other side of the island. So it might take a while. Nicole qu- cuts Quinn's lobster. Paula eyes an employee. Oh. Armand blows off Shane and his email. <laughs> uh, he'll get right back to them. Do you think he's going to get right back to them? No. <laughs> I mean, he, he didn't, at least what we saw. Anyway, I, so. I, I, I also do like how they sat next to the, he heard the German couple. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. And and of course he brings it up. He can't possibly yeah. not bring it up with Rachel. I bet those are the I bet that's the couple those that's are in the our room. Yeah. <laughs> uh so anyway, Armand blows off Shane and his email, and he and Belinda walk right past Tanya, like not even acknowledging Tanya. Now, for Belinda to do this, for Armand to do that, that's one thing. For Belinda to do this after just getting this two hundred dollar tip from her, I don't know. I'd at least give her a smile and wave, you know what I mean? Yeah, I could get another 200 bucks. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, they walk right past her. The doctors arrive, and Armand is upset with himself for not noticing Lonnie was having a baby. How could he have not noticed? All right, finally, Tanya reads up on Belinda. Olivia grills Paula about that employee that she was eyeing, that she claims not she to have been yeah, eyeing. She didn't. <laughs> yeah. Wrong. Yep. The doctor calls Mark, but has to call back. They leave that, us on that cliffhanger. <laughs> I hope this doesn't become like Oliver from Only Murders in the Building. <laughs> I, I I don't probably think not though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they only First have all, six episodes. Only yeah. six episodes. Yeah, that would so. take like the entire season if they did yeah, that. Exactly. You're already one sixth of the way through the series, but or through the season anyway. Rachel tries to initiate things, physical activity with, with Shane, but it digresses into hoping they'll always feel like this. And Shane says, of course they will. And then they get down to business and that's where we leave them. So I'm surprised you haven't asked me the question yet. Maybe you're going to ask me now at the end of, actually, yeah, are you going to ask me who I think is dead? Yeah, <laughs> that is, that is, that is exactly what yes. I'm going to do. <laughs> but, so the obvious answer is Rachel. Okay. Right. Why is that the obvious answer? Well, it's because Rachel's not with Shane at the end, right? Okay. Or, uh, like, not the end, but, you know, the, the first scene, the, the end of this vacation. However, gotcha. I've also seen the trailer and the next on on this. Yeah. So there might be reasons as to why Rachel might have just left Shane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming the death has to be a meaningful character. Like, they're not going to kill some rando or something. So, with that assumption, it's either going to be Mark or Tanya. Okay. Or <laughs> no, those, those, just those two. All right. So you're you're saying Mark or Tanya? Am I allowed to do that, or do you want me to? 
hammer down uh, on one. I'll, I'll give you a three, top three. So you say number oh, one, number one. Those, then. Oh no, no, I just I, I that just means want... it's not either one of those two. No, that's, me third that's choice. not that's not that's not what it means. So it's one of those two. That's also not what it means. Oh, okay. I just I, I'm trying to think of what's going to be fair going forward, and I think if I give you a top three, if you rank them, okay, fine. Um, Mark, Tanya, Armand. Okay. I said he'd be in the next season. <laughs> I'll hedge my bets. I'll bet about two things. <laughs> okay. Do you want to keep track of of that? Who you think is going to be in the next season? Yeah, sure. Why not? Here, I got to write it down. All right. I'll give you a top three on that too. Okay. Yep. Yep. Right. Okay. Mark Tiny Armand. That's my. All right. I've I've written it so, down now. So so who are your top three to be in next season? Also Mark Tiny oh, Armand. <laughs> oh 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 for that. Oh sorry, my bad. Okay. So number one, Armand. Okay. Number two. We start off the series with Shane. So I'm gonna say Shane. Okay. Three, Tanya. Okay. It's like a kind of comedic character that she's she could flux into another you know, she loved the massage so much she's going to come back again for another <laughs> now you know what I, this is what I forgot to ask you earlier did you recognize any of the actors in this show no not anybody everybody's I'm completely a, new to you I, 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 I I'm not best? I'm not trying to say anything I, I, as far as I can remember none of these characters none of these actors have been on another series that we've covered Okay, Good I'm just that. wondering if you reckon because there are some pretty well-known people in this series, particularly um, Nicole, Mark, and Tanya are very well-known. Nicole, Mark, also again, Nicole, Mark. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're the married couple, Nicole yeah, and Mark. Yeah, yeah they're the um, yeah. their, their names hard for me to say. Uh, Mossbachers. There you go. Yep. The Mossbachers. Well, let's, let's see here. So, uh, so let me look at Nicole. Nicole is in. What is she known for? I've seen none of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not, oh, I, I, I wasn't assuming that you would have recognized any of these, but. I'm, I'm curious now. Oh, War for the Planet of the Apes. I've recently rewatched the Planet of the Apes, the recent. Trilogy. I like that trilogy, actually. Really? You do, I do. like it? I do. I like it. I do. It shocks me that you like that. Really, really, yeah. Okay. I, 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 person like that. I, having said that, I like the first one probably orders of magnitude than better than either of the two. I want to do a quick <laughs> side tangent of the War of Planet of the Apes. I think the first one's better than the second one. Certainly, the third one, third second one is the worst. That I'll yeah. definitely say for sure. Yeah, I would agree with that. First one's the best. Oh, is it? Yeah. He's Frank Heffley in the Sorry, the Wimpy Kid. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Never <laughs> watched Modern Family and haven't seen him in anything else. Okay. Yeah. Jennifer Cool is the one who plays Tanya, is probably the most well known actor on the series. But she's she's uh, famous for, for the a lot of the Christopher Guest mockumentary stuff, like Best in Show. Uh she's in uh She's in Gravity Falls, Lazy Susan. Yeah, a Mighty Wind. I think she's in um, fish hooks. Oh, I used to love fish hooks. Okay, there you go. <laughs> fish hooks. I don't remember who Miss Lips was. Um, anyway, I don't love it enough. Anyway, yeah. Jennifer Coolidge is like a, a famously funny woman. She like she she's very very funny. Um. Anyway, this is good stuff. So you know what we ought to probably do at this time at this point is, is well, we should, we should probably check the time. 
All right, I can check. Whoa, would you believe it, Mr. Sal? Oh, what? It's TV time. It is. Oh my oh, goodness! Well, listen, listeners, it. TV time is an exciting time for show hoppers. TV time is an app that you use to track the shows that you watch. You can track movies too. I only track the shows. So you, every time you watch an episode of something, you just put a check saying that you watched it, and then it keeps track of what is next in your queue to watch and for any series uh, that you are currently watching. So for example, in my watch next queue, it, uh, I have what we do in the shadows. I need to watch season four, episode nine, Freddy. Uh, that is where I left off. So I have to watch that. Um, it keeps track of when shows are returning from absences. So for example, when I check the upcoming series, it tells me that the White Lotus season two starts in 46 days from the time of this recording, which would be October 16th. Uh, it's, and then when you check an episode to tell it that you have watched it, you have some choices that you can make here. You can give it a rating on a scale from one to five. So you can give it one star, two stars, three stars, four stars, or five stars. You can tell it how you feel about the episode. How, how did it make you feel? Did it make you feel shocked, frustrated, sad, reflective, touched, amused, scared, mm-hmm. bored, understood, thrilled, confused, tense, any of those. And then our favorite thing about TV time is that you can tell it who your favorite character in the episode was. So are there any character limitations here? Like any characters? So I will, t- I will list all the characters. Oh my God. I don't think there are any. There are characters I don't even know. They must be season two characters. Oh wow! So, uh, I I think so. How how can how can I tell you without giving away the order here? Um, I know. So I unchecked my vote. All right. So now this this is not in any particular order. Okay. You have Armand, Tanya, Olivia, Rachel, Belinda, Quinn, Nicole, Lonnie, Mark, Shane. Wow. Paula, Dylan, and then two characters you haven't met yet. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. I think I think it's pretty wide open. Jeez. Uh, people's vote is going to be the hard one for me. So, first of all, do you think the people gave? Uh, what do you think the people gave this on a scale five. from one to five? They gave it a five. They gave it a four. Fifty-two percent said four. Really? Only twenty-seven percent said five. See, I would give this a five. Uh, yeah, we gave it a nine out of ten. So, I would also give it a five. And uh, for some reason, I feel like five is nine or ten, and four is seven or eight, and three is five or six, and so on down the line. How about the favorite character? I think it's pretty obvious for you. It's Armand. So I'm going to say Armand for you. People said Armand. You said this is kind. Of, you're, you're always a hipster with these things, Mister Sam. I thought you said the people were going to be the hard thing. You guessed them in an instant. <laughs> Because you're always trying to look for the new way. You're always trying to look for that new Spangle thing. Maybe, um... Jeez. I'm always using Tanya. Okay, so the people did not say Armand. In fact, the people and I both said Rachel. What? Yeah. 51, 51% said Rachel, and I Rachel? Agreed. Yeah. Why? I mean, she's nice. She's, she seems like the, like... The most likable character. Yeah, she actually acts that is fair. She's like, yeah. she seems like she doesn't have like a bean boat in her body compared to everyone else. <laughs> fair yeah. enough. But like, if you vote her, 
shouldn't you by reason also vote for like Mark maybe? Because Mark doesn't seem to do anything mean to anyone. He's just really worried he has cancer. This is a fair point. It's a fair point. I I really the re- I think that the reason I voted for Rachel uh was because I hated Shane so much. <laughs> it was an interesting vote. Yeah. So I so I think that by extension, like I think the reason I hate Shane so much is because Rachel doesn't deserve Oh yeah, I know Rachel seems so nice. It's like yeah. oh, I mean this doesn't seem right. Like yeah. but also by extension, like I like I even though she does she is, you know, is married to this many words that start with D that I could think of. But even though she, <laughs> okay. Even though she's married to this guy, like she still does she still does express her displeasure. Like it's not oh, very overt. It's not. It's it's very uh, but subtle. She, but, no, I wouldn't say very subtle. I mean, sometimes it is. But she does say like, "Oh, why do you have to keep talking about this? You know, you're ruining uh, right. the honeymoon." Kind of. She she's she's a bit upfront with it. Like she's yeah. It could th- be worse. And I think how that, she's reacting to it. I think so. that scene with the two teenagers went a long way toward getting me on the Rachel bandwagon here too because. They their their stereotyping of her is where I was as well, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then to learn that uh, actually no she's she's quite down to earth and and is pr- a pretty nice person <laughs> and someone that you probably shouldn't be profiling like this like which that's that's kind of a, one of the themes of the show is that you shouldn't profile people just based on you know, oh so don't judge a book by or by its cover right uh, yeah okay <laughs> i guess yeah do you agree with that sentiment don't judge a book by its cover uh, sometimes i 100 but... think you should judge a book by its cover. Uh, some, sometimes i do judge a book by its that's cover the, that's the point that's the point of the cover of the book <laughs> yeah if you can't judged. come up with a good cover uh, i mean <laughs> come on so sell your book yes, but, right. <laughs> yeah no i and so i i think I think it's very reasonable. I, there's so many people I could have picked. I easily could have picked Tanya. I easily pick, could have picked Armand. I easily could have picked Mark. Who's your second choice? Probably Tanya. Okay, I'll take that. Uh, yeah, well. I, I, I really... I, Jennifer Coolidge is so funny to me. Tanya's really funny. Yeah. So, all right. So, who's who did you end up saying? Oh, Armand, yeah. Armand, yeah. Armand, yeah. Armand ends up in third place at 13%. Tanya was in second at 18%. Okay. I think I think I think I'm a minority when it comes to the series, like in terms of what I like from it and yeah. the characters. I I I think I've just realized I'm, I'm not I'm not like the other people here. But I th- I take your point about Armand. He's kind of like he does feel like the glue of the of the of the series so, so far, far. I mean, for episode yeah. one, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he interacts I, with everyone, right? Yep. Yeah, he's one of the only ones who does interact with everyone. Everybody, everybody, you know, comes back to Armand at some point. So yeah. whether it's whether it's the staff or the guests, they're all they coming back to Armand. Armand. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I I do like that. I think he's quite funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm I, yeah, I think like Shane and Armand are really funny. Tanya, I also think uh, all these characters are so funny. Yeah, it's it's a good that. series. It's really good. I I hope. It's like I, I'm excited about season two, but I'm really sad that only one character is coming back. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. When I was watching. It's like only one of these are coming back. Yeah, like, yeah. And uh, they did a good job, in my opinion, of introducing the characters for how many there are. Like they, yes, 
section them off. You know, they introduce them. They say their names when they introduce them. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they, um, you know, each family goes their own way. So I kind of see their interdynamics, and then mm-hmm. good. Now I, I, I've got like a baseline here. Yeah, so we'll work on it. Well, and, and hey, you know, nine for a pilot that is like remarkable for you i really liked it i was <laughs> i'm i'm very excited to hear that that's really great uh just so you and the listeners know uh, i can tell you some of the actors who are going to be i won't tell you the, the one returning actor but some of the actors who are going to be in season two f murray abraham is a he's a big name uh i don't know if you would know him from anything to be perfectly honest with you but uh he's in amadeus the grand budapest hotel stuff like that uh adam demarco i think is pretty well oh no he's not very well known but i know him from the magicians so never mind um tom hollander i bet you know i know you know tom hollander i know tom holland no not tom holland tom hollander i don't know who that is i know you know him i if i'm not mistaken i'm pretty sure he plays uh he's in sherlock holmes i'm pretty sure uh moriarty i think he's moriarty Oh, in the uh, BBC Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Oh no, wait a minute. I'm totally wrong about that. No, he's not. Yep, I like the mind. BBC Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, that's that's the BBC one that I was talking about. Uh, but uh, Tom Hollander was in Gosford Park, Pride and Prejudice, In the Loop, About Time. Well, he, he's pretty well known. He's a Family Guy and American Dad. Oh, okay, well, he's got a couple of voices. Those <laughs> guys. Michael, I, I'm excited about Michael Imperioli, who plays Christopher from The Sopranos. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, let's see here. Theo James looks quite familiar to me uh, from the Divergent series. If you've ever seen the Divergent series, he plays oh. four. Okay. Uh, Aubrey Plaza. Have you ever seen Parks and Rec? I think I saw most of season one. Okay. So Aubrey Plaza was in Parks and Rec. I'm not sure what character she played, though, um, but she's quite well known. Um, let's see who else. And the uh, one that I'm most excited about. Will Sharp. So Will Sharp is the creator of another series that I love. Maybe we'll cover it someday, but I'm not sure. Uh, he starred in it. He wrote it. He, he was the creator of the show. It was called Flowers. Uh, and he was spectacular. So I'm, I'm very excited that he's in season two. So there are some people in season two that I'm excited about. So I will definitely. Will Sharp. Yep. S-H-R-A-R-P-E. S-H-A-R-P-E. P.E. Okay, P.E. Yeah, okay. yeah Will Sharp. Okay. Yeah, he's phenomenal. But So we'll see how that goes. But in the meantime, I'm glad you're enjoying season one. And we will be looking forward to covering episode two next Thursday. Episode two is called New Day. In the meantime, folks, if you would like to email us, you can email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. You can please feel free to leave us five-star ratings and reviews. We always appreciate those. Please share the podcast around, subscribe, download, like, follow, all that stuff. We very much appreciate it. Spread the podcast around. Get it, get it growing. Get more people watching The White Lotus. I, it's, it's a really great, I feel like kind of a hidden gem. I don't know many people or any people who've watched it, but 20 Emmy nominations and the one other person I do know who does who has watched uh, at least the first episode seems to be enjoying it. So I think it's a great series. Get people on the bandwagon. And just remember, every kid growing up wants to be the hero of the story. In the end, 
You're just happy you're not the villain. <laughs>